0: In the late summer of 2015, Anthony Georgeson was looking for a movie to go see with his mom. Remembering a text string about summer movies from several days before, he recalled that his friend Steven had cited a popular May release as not only being, quote, fun, but also praising it as the best motion picture experience he'd had that year. While conspicuously absent from the conversation was any reference to whether said film was likely to be enjoyed while accompanied by one's mother, Anthony had heard enough. After a burger and fries, he and Carol made a beeline to the local multiplex to watch the future Best Picture nominee. What followed remains one of Anthony's weirdest, cringiest, sweatiest theater-going experiences ever as the strange, violent, manic, lore-steeped feature-length action sequence unfolded before them. Needless to say, it wouldn't be appearing on a list of movies he loved anytime soon, if ever. But how much does context when something is experienced, what one's expectations are going in, and in whose company it is taken in with, play into a person's opinion of a piece of art? And can that opinion be changed on a second viewing with another's input, and perhaps most importantly, apart from one's mom. We're the two gomers, we're talking Mad Max Fury Road, and this is Perfect Movie.
1: Welcome everybody to Perfect Movie, a podcast hosted by two regular guys who went from couch to marathon, and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers, coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, joined as always by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona.
0: Vroom, vroom. <laughs> I was thinking Dude. about doing a um sound effect. Remember when I did that sweet...
1: Yeah, right.
0: So maybe I need to... That, that could be my new thing, a sound effect to start... Um, I like each it. new app. Ep- so this sound effect is vroom vroom.
1: Yeah, dude. Apparently, um, so I, I watched a couple behind the scenes on this because this is this is the least amount of times I've seen a movie going into recording an episode. Right. So I wanted to get, which I mean, I literally cannot wait to talk about this, dude.
0: <laughs> I am um, so excited. So yeah, the the movie that we're doing today. We'll just say it right out. Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. It's a Stevens choice. Last movie we did was um a similar movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> Anthony's yep. choice was The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, similar,
1: very similar movie. <laughs>
0: the cinematography is great in both. How how's that? I mean, stunning oh, totally. cinematography.
1: Totally. Um, and the sound is amazing. Um oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I was gonna say, like from literally from the behind the scenes, they were like the set was so loud (laughs) I can't
0: even (laughs) imagine
1: they they must have
0: all had earplugs in the whole time
1: oh yeah like just monster trucks well there's only one monster truck but insane vehicles uh, and and I say set loosely because like the Namibian desert
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah I guess if if you consider an entire country's worth of desert a set (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: Vroom vroom, dude.
0: Vroom vroom. Uh, so I am caffeinated.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're. Yeah, I... so it's Jack, your son's birthday. He's in eighth grade, right? Yep.
0: he turns fourteen today. Okay. And you know we're sheltered in place, so he can't have a party. Yep. Right. So we asked him, "What do you want for your birthday?" Uh huh. He said Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast. Yep. McDonald's for lunch and flame broiler for dessert, uh, For not, not dessert, for dinner. That's like a um, teriyaki chicken place in town.
1: So, oh, that sounds um, amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we're going to, I was telling you right before we recorded, I'm going to start Weight Watchers tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
0: Because it is not happening today. I do not. Be- and I mean, it's like when you're when you get on Biggest Loser. And, um, you know, you hear about these people that are like, they secretly gained 20 pounds right before they got on the show.
1: (laughs) Right. That way, the first episode, boom, just gone. Totally.
0: So I'm running on Duncan right now. Mm.
1: That looks like an iced coffee. And I'm sure there's some sweetener in that bad boy.
0: So I tried a non-sweetened flavor okay toasted almond oh yeah with a little bit of cream Uh uh-huh still tastes like a dessert i mean it's dunkin donuts coffee right
1: (laughs) totally they put something in that i don't think it's
0: no sweetener because it still tastes (laughs) delicious like a little treat
1: oh that looks so good dude it's so good Mm. it's one
0: of these like if you're drinking coffee with a straw it's it's not going to not be sweet you know
1: yeah well unless it's a cold brew aaron that's true. my wife likes she likes the cold brew yep um but it is better if you put some of that sweet cream in it yeah like it's totally. just it's i mean f- what is it fat sugar salt and heat yep I- isn't that a that's a that's a netflix show right now yep um, yeah those are the flavor that's where the flavor is dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so i am f- very fueled with high octane yep. gasoline right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, dude. Um I'm I'm ready for this ep.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I, I I have my orange LaCroix here. I was thinking about I was thinking about busting out like a white claw. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> like, some sort of or or like some sort of brewski. But it is only one twenty in the afternoon here. So right. not appropriate. Plus uh this is a family podcast. Although I have to say, dude This is the first movie that had zero percent of my family, other than my mom, as we talked about in the cold open. (laughs) Not zero (laughs) percent.
0: There's there's one person in your family who's seen it with you.
1: Yeah. Yep. But zero percent of the people in this house right now, Aaron had no interest in watching this one. Um, Yeah. And actually, I was watching like like I said, a couple of those behind the scenes things, and they showed a couple shots of Road Warrior. Uh huh. And um. Lily just happened to walk into my studio and saw this like mangled bloody hand.
0: Oh no. And she's oh, had
1: sorry. She, she like that's our eight year old if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so like she she's like she, like I so I was totally that kid dude that if uh-huh. I saw something like yeah. from a movie, though those images just stuck in my head. So <laughs> yes. I feel so bad.
0: That's 100% me too. I, I mean, if, I don't know what it is. A very visual person, I would get scared from a poster.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I remember um, <laughs> when I was pr- probably Lily's age, eight, seven, um, mm-hmm. our bus stop was in front of a video store in New Jersey. Uh-huh. Yep. And there was a poster of Fright Night, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the poster has stuck in my head until now. Uh, like yeah. that image. Um, also, this bully threw a girl through the window of that oh <laughs> of, of that video store. So that has stuck with me also. I wonder if the Fright Night poster was up at that point. I don't remember. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. And I, we're talking about a movie where every image could do yeah. that, right? I mean, it is <laughs> so violent. So right. I think I think I used the word manic in that cold mm-hmm. open, but that's totally true. Like, um, dude, still Steven's choice. I had to pick it for several reasons. Kay. One is I've wanted to talk about this movie with you after a second viewing. Yeah. For five years. Mm-hmm. And this felt like it was a time. Yep. Um and also it, it really is a part of our history. Our Gomer history, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. I can't. Yeah. So I can't wait. I had. And so I had to choose it. If it was my first choice, I had to go back into the vault and pick mm. Mad Max: Fury Road, which I know we have disagreed on up until this point. Right. Uh, and so we'll see as we move forward what happens here.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. Um. I. Yeah. This was the way for you to force me to watch it. Uh huh. Um, And even part of this podcast is like learning more about what we like, learning more about movies, Mm -hmm. um, like not just as delicacy or as escapism or as like just something for regulation. You know, Uh like I remember I used to have that folder. I had a folder on my desktop that just was called Regulate. (laughs)
0: And <laughs> I don't remember that when it was movies inside the folder.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like all my favorite movies in that folder. Um, And so like it's like you're feeling kind of down. Yes. Got you know or you, you want to go to sleep uh-huh. like the perfect nap movie. Yeah. Um, and you know that was actually that that folder goes way previous to like Netflix. Yeah. Like you know all those things when we remember we used to like load hard drives up with full seasons of stuff.
0: Yeah, like the, um, the the few times we would see each other, most of the time yeah. would be spent hard drive swapping, because <laughs> you couldn't stream anything, right? And right. so, yeah. uh, if uh, this and this was even before torrenting, I feel like where it was yeah. like you can't even you can't even be a super bad sinner and steal it anywhere. <laughs> you have to actually um, rip the DVD from somebody that you knew and trusted and say this yeah. is like I'm lending it to you. Um, right. the, the original file sharing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I could probably guess what was in that regulate folder. Mm-hmm. Should I try? Oh, yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah, give a couple.
0: I'm I'm assuming Deep Impact was in there.
1: Yep, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I wonder if the Santa Claus was in there.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I you mean, told like me one Santa
0: summer Claus? like I've already watched the Santa Claus five times.
1: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? You could, like, tell the depths of, like, despair or depression, like, based on how many times I had watched, like, the Santa Claus during the summer. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like this podcast has been an exercise in trying to figure out why we like what we like, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And what movies... So there's... I use the word context, I think, in the um, cold mm, yeah. open. We've used the yep. word nostalgia. I think those are yep. those are linked, right? Like where you saw it, when, what, what it did for you and to you when you did see it. Um, yeah. So that's why this felt like a bit of a risk because, <laughs> listener, you will hear because we're going to play the clip from our show in 2015 when we first both saw this movie. Um, right. I can't imagine two different contexts.
1: Oh, man. I cannot wait to get to that because you've been teasing it. I haven't heard it since we released that yep. five years ago. Um, I did talk to my mom about it the other day. You did? And we were laughing super hard. And my mom, dude, she is so fun and so funny. Yeah. And like, oh, man, I should. I also have to send you. She just recently signed up for Marco Polo. Like I, <laughs> I, I invited her to that. And yeah. dude, her Marco Polos like are so funny because like she doesn't know how to use it yet. <laughs> like, oh, that's the best kind right oh yeah I'll, I'll send you um maybe i'll even put that on instagram like if, okay. if she approves it because it's just funny um she, she has to start a mom. tiktok
0: right i mean if she doesn't have a tiktok <laughs> yet she would be she would have so many followers dude if she started a tiktok
1: <laughs> for sure dude um oh, i love it Hey, so should we bust out the Gomer One sheet? Yeah, this is gonna this Go this, this show is gonna be fast. It's gonna be furious.
0: It's this gonna be is, furioso. Um, yeah,
1: this is a, we're on the fury road because you're in the middle of a kid's birthday in between meals, right? right?
0: And so, what do you want for, birth, for your birthday, Jack? Me to record a three-hour session with Anthony? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna try to keep it a little tighter. We've how many times have we
1: said that? No, this this is gonna be tight. Okay, Um. Okay, dude, so Mad Max Fury Road, release yep. date May 15th, 2015, yep. so five 15, 15 15 Yeah, that's a palindrome. Budget, $150 million. Um, It was in production for two to three years.
0: So I, I um, read that it was like 10 years in the making, that they kept okay, starting yeah. and stopping, but yeah, I think th- the movie that we have... Yeah, from start to finish of the production of that one was, I think, almost three years long. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, like yeah, I think I heard it actually went back all the way to '97. Yeah, and like when Mel Gibson pulled out, uh-huh. uh, or they decided not to have him in in it anymore, then they were like, maybe it's going to be an anime movie. Oh
0: right, yeah, computer generated movie. They yeah, yeah. Well, I think probably he was thinking, is it possible without Mel Gibson? And so could we do it with his image? you know and just get like somebody to voice his part um but yeah you're right they were they've been kicking around different ideas for a decade before it came
1: out (laughs) um took a long time to film in actuality and i think i i had heard like people on the set were like is this gonna be terrible oh yeah like what like what is going on
0: they're getting the dailies back and they're like i don't know dude (laughs) This, (laughs) this might be bad which right. I love. Then, I love that story when even the oh. people on set think it's yeah. going to be awful. Yeah. And then it just comes together.
1: You cut I it together. That. I love that kind of story. Friggin' masterpiece. Nominated for 10 Academy Awards. I mean, when I was doing a little bit of research for this, I was uh-huh. like, Steven's pick rocks, of course. 10 Academy Awards. Mine, <laughs> none. Mine, <laughs> panned. Um... <laughs> Won six Academy Awards: film editing, costume design, makeup and hairstyling, sound mixing, sound editing, production uh-huh. design, and then was nominated. This well, I can't remember. Do we have? We always say this: how many nominations or best pictures we have uh, on our list or have this, done this so This is our far.
0: second. This is our second movie that was nominated for best picture.
1: Okay, and we haven't done a best picture yet. No, nope, we we'll have, have not. To get there. Yep, um, definitely nominated for best picture best director best cinematography and best visual effects but yep. lost all those um and uh yeah dude it's uh rotten tomatoes 97 percent critic 85 yep. percent audience i mean Woo. just a killer movie director writer george miller um you know he's yeah. awesome he is he rocks um <laughs> do
0: can i uh do do you know George Miller's filmography?
1: I do know a little bit of it. I mean the full Mad Maxes, but then like Babe, right?
0: Babe Pig in the City, the Babe sequel.
1: Oh. So he does okay. he does
0: Witches of Eastwick, which is like um Oh, Jack got it. Nicholson and Three yep. Witches. Um, John
1: Williams score. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. I didn't
0: know that. I didn't know that yeah. Miller and Williams worked together. Um <laughs> so uh yeah, then he does I think he had kids. And so he does Babe, Pig in the City.
1: Okay.
0: Both Happy Feet.
1: Yes. Okay. That's...
0: (laughs) Happy Feet 1 and 2 and then this movie.
1: That is insane, dude.
0: I love it. (laughs) I love love it when (laughs) you're like, well, I guess like this director now is this thing. And then he pulls out a whole different... Or goes back to something. And we'll talk about it more in the trial. But... He is a fascinating person to me, George
1: Miller. Mm, totally, um, dude. One last note from the Gomer One sheet. Um, yeah, cinematographer John Seale. Okay. Um, came out of retirement. I mean, as far as I can tell, the last movie he did was in '96. No way. Um, oh no, he did 2010, The Tourist. Okay, but okay. either way, he came out of retirement for this. He did, um, some of the Harry Potter, Perfect Storm, Talented Mr. Ripley, The okay. Firm. Uh-huh. American president. So a great Ooh. cinematographer. But I guess he came out of retirement because he's like, dude, George Miller's doing Mad Max sequel. Another dude. Mad Max.
0: Come I need on. to get off the couch.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: Yeah. OK, um, let me read the there's no VHS okay. synopsis. Um, there is a I've got the Blu-ray synopsis here and uh, it it's exciting just to read it. Okay.
1: Sweet. Awesome.
0: Gets me jazz. Maybe it's the Duncan. I don't know, but I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the quote at the top says the best action movie ever made.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: okay. Director George Miller, originator of the post-apocalyptic genre and mastermind behind the legendary Mad Max franchise returns to the world of the road warrior haunted by his turbulent past Max Rokotansky, that's Tom Hardy, wanders alone until he's swept up with a group led by Imperator Furiosa, Charlize Theron, fleeing across the wasteland, Wasteland's has a capital, which I love, in hot <laughs> yeah. pursuit, a warlord who gathers his gangs and pursues the rebels ruthlessly, leading to a high octane road war.
1: Mm. Road war, road warrior, right?
0: Yeah. Now listen, listener, good news. It's in color. Yes. But uh, now Anthony, now that you've seen Mad Max Fury Road, at some yep. point you need to watch the black and chrome version. Oh, which is a black and white reissue on Blu-ray. Dude. Of Mad Max Fury Road, it is next level. <laughs>
1: I would see that for sure. (laughs) So
0: if you ever get a hankering to watch it again, we don't know. I don't know at this point what you think about this movie. But if you're ever like, I got to watch Free Road again, let me know and I will send you the black and chrome version. It is. Your eyes are going to fall out of your head. It's so cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sweet. I mean, the whole movie already looks like it's passed through like a bunch of different filters right like you know like um so that i can't imagine that not looking amazing
0: it, everything is like the color of the sand or the dirt around them right it's like okay yeah they it, it's like they smeared you know how they like smear they used to smear the lens with vaseline for like yeah. um soft focus <laughs> this is like they just were tossing mud and blood and sand <laughs> at the filter at the front of the camera the whole time <laughs>
1: Dude, okay, uh, I, I'll, I'll see that you send it okay. to me.
0: Um, rated R, a tight one twenty. Yeah, I mean George Miller knows me; he he likes a short movie. Um, and even this one, which is probably one of his longest ones, it's it still doesn't crack two hours. I love it.
1: Mm. Well, and and I had heard that potentially this could have been a trilogy or something like that. Yeah, And so like, there's so much put into it mm-hmm. that like I mean it never stops never stops it never it stops never stop it never stops moving <laughs>
0: yes i believe waymaker was written about this movie it never stops okay never st- um let's get into it let's go let's to the trial um let's listen to the trailer so that we can yes. get into that frenetic space Kay. um and then uh we will get into the trial Stephen's choice mad max partner to fury road in this
1: wasteland i am the one who runs from both the living and the dead a man reduced to a single instinct
0: survive
1: it is by my
0: The ashes of this world!
1: We are not things! We
0: are not things! Where is she taking them?
1: Oh what a day! What a lovely day! Wanna get through this? Go! So-
0: more crazy.
1: hey how's it going oh oh my god i this movie blew my face off oh my gosh
0: yeah this guy this guy would love mad max for you it's it's interesting to think about why different people like this movie right The, the that guy would like it for the monster truck
1: Yep, for sure. Dude, Explosions. This has, yeah, this has everything from like um, weird kind of like S&M kind of stuff. To, <laughs> I mean, just looking to like <laughs> yep, yeah. pro-women's liberation. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes, um, Monster so Trucks, Cirque du Soleil. Yep. Like GearHeads.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't, like, made a Cirque du Soleil show out of this. I don't know how they would do it, but sometimes they do have, like, um one of those, like, well, like a Thunderdome, right? Like a big yeah. metal yeah. cage that's spherical, and there's motorcycles driving <laughs> around inside. Yeah. I'd, I'd go see that. Mad Max oh, standing dude. there in the middle.
1: <laughs> Mad Max Cirque du Soleil. Totally, dude. It It is funny that 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 hasn't that, that hasn't taken off because that would rule
0: yeah totally listen mm-hmm. Cirque du Soleil give me a call I've got some ideas <laughs> okay Mad Max Fury Road Steven's Choice um, we are in the trial this is how it usually works if people are checking us out for the first time perfect movie how it usually works is we choose a movie we both love mm-hmm. um, and we bring that to the listener In a kind of mock trial. Yep. Anthony and I both get a couple pieces of evidence as the defense attorney for this movie. Um, And we just attempt to prove that it's perfect. Then a couple weeks later, we come back with the results. I get a vote. Anthony gets a vote. You, the listener, get a vote. And if it's three out of three, uh, we put it on a flash drive, send it to the aliens, the xenomorphs in particular. They they point the eggs toward the, the screen and the face huggers grow up to be uh model citizens <laughs> on their own planet. I think I think Xenomorphs would love this movie.
1: Oh man, I, I can't wait to see if they get to see this. Um yeah, I mean the the target audience for this is yeah, anything from alien yep. to like La Leche League. Um uh, <laughs>
0: It takes all comers. So anyways, that's how we usually do it. But this, for the past two weeks, we've been doing something different. Anthony got a pick last time. Um, This is a Stephen's choice. So because I'm the one bringing it, I get three pieces of evidence. And Anthony gets to speak into that. Whether he wants to act as the prosecutor against it or not, we will (laughs) soon see. Um, Okay, so this is a little bit different. And here's another different thing. Before we really get into the trial, I think we need to listen to we need to rewind. Okay. We need to go back to August 2015 to hear our original take okay. of Mad Max Fury Road. I dig, I did some digging. We have twelve years of <laughs> of past recordings because perfect movie is new, but we've been recording our podcast Two Gomers Run for Their Lives here to 12 years
1: <laughs> yeah dude so this this really is much like Mad Max yeah at least five years in the making this episode alone yeah so
0: it's, it's just been boiling under the surface in somebody's <laughs> mind <laughs> it's <laughs> finally gonna pop out um so here's my idea I I went back mm-hmm. I found the clip okay in question. Uh, doing uh, the cold open kind of set up what we're about to hear. It is Anthony right. taking his yep. mom on. I mean, sort of on my suggestion. <laughs> that that could right. be argued. I don't know.
1: Well, there's this thing that we've talked about on the Gomers for a long time, where every time my mom and I are together, which is about twice a year, she lives in Wisconsin, we live in Atlanta. At that time, it was Florida. Right. Um, and we always go to a movie. Like twice a year, approximately. Sometimes it's more. And yeah. I text you and Al, my movie friends. Hey, dudes. Your movie friends, yep. Um, my mom's here. Or sometimes it's like my dad's here or whatever. Yeah. Aaron and, or like Aaron and I are going to go out. What should we see? Right. And then I just wait for their suggestions. And then somehow it was like, I don't think I communicated that it was with my mom. Or you guys thought it would be a funny joke. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> it is not the latter. You'll hear on the clip. I'm not happy about the fact that you brought your mom. (laughs) Now I'm laughing that there's a difference, right? Because I think it's yeah. uh, because I'm cringing about, okay, let's just listen to the clip. Um, Also on this clip, just so people know are my original thoughts on why this movie is good. Awesome. And so I think this is going to set us up pretty well. It's going to launch us into the trial. Uh, We're going to talk through this a little bit, you know, five years later, I have different thoughts, Sure Or not, I don't know, a lot of these are the same So, let's listen to the clip It's about 7 minutes long I had to cut it down significantly (laughs) (laughs) But this is the first time you've heard it in 5 years, right?
1: It is, yeah
0: One of these things that has become lore
1: And you're like, I "I
0: wonder if it's any good So we'll see Um, So here we go, let's pass it on over Gomer Rewind, Mad Max Fury Road version
1: okay and we'll be along for commentary listening too yeah that's right so if if you hear four gomers that's why (laughs) mom we're like what do you like you want to like I I texted her because I was coming back from Milwaukee I was playing with the orchestra right and I was going to be back for like a night or something like that I was like it'd be fun to just hang out with my mom right (laughs) so I was like okay how about we go I found this movie or I found a couple of movies and a couple of different restaurants and I gave her some options and she's like I don't really care yeah. So I was like, well, I can't remember what else there was because we hadn't seen in Inside Out yet, but obviously I wanted to see that with Lily. So that wasn't an option. Right. You wanted to save that. <sighs> yep. She had just seen Jurassic Park, which I had also seen, but I wanted to see in 3D. OK. But she just saw it like two days before. Right. So that's out. So that was out. What else was out at that moment? Probably Terminator. Terminator. Terminator, what? which she wasn't interested in, right? <laughs> so I've got a great idea. <laughs> so, oh, you don't, you don't want to go to see Terminator, okay? So I was like, well, my friend Steven said that Mad Max is super fun.
0: <laughs> now, your mom is a wonderful, sweet woman, but totally. I, but if I had known <laughs> that
1: this was in the cards, right. I would have warned you off of it like do not that is do not go to that okay right so we went to dinner at Gates and Brovy super fun great idea oh, we yum. had lots of laughs it was, it was like really fun just me and my mom having dinner you know <laughs> so far so good drive over and we're like okay we're gonna see Mad Max I, you know <laughs> just because I, I've got to see it Steven told me it's awesome so like dude, like I don't even know what happened at the beginning of Mad Max, dude. <laughs> but it was like disgusting and like super scary. It is I'm, it is a truly disgusting movie. But yeah. but but it's all about who you're with. It's got to be, dude. Oh man, dude, I was like I was sweating super bad cuz so I was like I brought my mom to this and this is not her kind of thing. At all, <laughs> so like, oh my like, gosh! What? I mean, what what were there? There were like these just ladies just in a room breastfeeding milk. Yeah,
0: they were then- like they were. That's how that's where they got their their drinking liquid was out of these like women. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's
1: the first scene I thought of. Yeah. When you told me that you went to see with your mom. <laughs> So I was like so like I I like was like dude nearly paralyzed to uh. be like I wanted to say like we got to get out of here. Like yeah. I wanted to say mom, do you want to leave? This is yeah. weird. Uh, I'm but sweating we been, right now, dude. What's that? Yeah, I'm sweating so, right now thinking about it. Uh. We had been there like too long mm-hmm. to to like it it crossed the point of like well you oh, there's there's, oh, there's we somebody. had gotten to the point where it was like we like I should have said this like 20 minutes ago. We got to yep. get out of here. Yep, yep. And I was like, maybe it's like one of those movies where the first 20 minutes is sick, <laughs> and then it gets really nice. Yep, and then like everything's good. Yeah, yep. yep. Um, Which
0: net, have you ever seen a movie like that?
1: <laughs> I, I see very few movies like that, dude. Oh, oh, like that, that the first 20 minutes are nasty and the right, rest and is you amazing. Think, the rest will be great for my mom. Right. The rest will be PG. Yeah. I um, mean, I, dude, I had no idea. And like, we got outside, like, dude, we didn't even talk there actually. Okay. We laughed out loud at the guitar guy every time he was on. Okay. That's good. That, that broke a little bit of the tension. Yeah. Cause he was, that was funny. And just like weird. Yeah. That got a huge reaction at my theater too. Yeah. From so all the moms and their sons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, And yeah. And like, oh, so like we got out, we went outside and out and I just said, so sorry. That was so weird. Did
0: you blame it on me at least? Nope. Oh no, I oh, did okay. it. I would, I would have taken the fall. I really would
1: have. No um, it's it's okay, <laughs> I just said like i I don't know what just happened. I have no idea, but that was so weird, <laughs> and like I just felt super bad for wasting like two hours of my mom's time oh, oh my gosh, so then we went up for a nightcap and had like a drink and a and like some laughs, okay, that's good, So the night <sighs> began and ended well, okay, good, and actually, dude, super fun, funny memory. Yeah, that's true. That, like, is no problem. There's no scarring or anything. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, that's one of the weirder movies I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Now, I could get on my soapbox and defend it, but I'm not gonna. Um, I
1: I really think that uh, if you had seen it with me, it would yep. have been a different experience. Oh, yeah. Um. Wait, just tell me real quick what was awesome about it, because it was, like, <laughs> so... Like it was such a vis- visceral experience being at it with my mom that right. I felt so bad.
0: So actually, the this I would use the same word, but yep. in a positive way. It's a visceral yep. experience. So yeah. I would say, kind of technically, there's so little CGI in it. Yeah. Um. It's all. It, I like the direction that movies are going now. Yes. Me too. This one, and then of course Episode Seven, where it's like yep. those were real explosions. Those were real cars. Right. Yeah. Um. Yep. I thought it had a, a a great female lead that stood on her own. She yep. didn't not actually did not need Mad Max at all. He was kind of like a side character, uh-huh. um, uh, and so I really liked that. Um, yeah, and the fact that it stood completely on the action—you didn't even need a story to uh-huh. to be entertained by this movie. So, dude, if I had seen it with my mom, I would think it was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I the whole, I-, I think the whole first 15 minutes is fast forward. <laughs> like oh, yeah. they're running right. around and it's sped up like you're you're invited into this insanity. And so yeah. if you go with it, it's great. But if you're already thinking like, uh oh.
1: <laughs> Whoa. what are the what's going on here what what's this <laughs> ben, you're in for a terrible two hours
0: <laughs> uh,
1: wow there you go dude okay yeah okay first first thought actually yes. is that you were already doing the Perfect movie podcast.
0: (laughs) I gave three pieces of evidence. Did you hear that? Incredible. Yeah. That's
1: so good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually gave a fourth. I mean, that is actually pretty, like I said, pretty pared down the story. Um, There's a couple gems in there that I wish I could have left in, which was this theory you came up with, which is if you don't like the trailers to a movie before the movie. I mean, so like you go to the theater and there's eight trailers and you hate each of those trailers. You should just leave. (laughs)
1: Just leave, and um, we should have. Yeah. Although then we wouldn't have this glorious. No, I mean I'm,
0: I'm still I'm happy that it happened. Um,
1: yep, me too.
0: But then oh shoot, there's a there was another piece that came out of it that was oh one of my other evidences was that the the breastfeeding scene <laughs> was actually something I'd never seen before, and so I huh? liked the creativity. It made me think sure. about like could that happen in post apocalyptic worlds like. Uh, yep. Anyways, uh, the other thing, dude, I don't know if you noticed, we, we called Force Awakens episode seven.
1: Wow. Yep, I did.
0: Throughout the entire episode. And we do talk a lot about Star Wars. Uh huh. We never say Force Awakens. I don't e- either. The title hadn't been announced. I don't think that's uh-huh. true, though. We just didn't. It wasn't in our minds. Yeah. Huh. And so we were yep. calling it Force Awakens, and I predict in that episode that Han Solo will die. Dude,
1: <laughs> it's sweet. Pretty, it's a
0: really cool episode. Actually, we just it's okay. all about movies. People should go back to listen to it. I think it's season six. It's an off-season episode called "We Rank the Summer e- Movies" or something. It's pretty fun.
1: Okay, dude, it's the. The pre-perfect movie podcast Which yeah. is basically what the gomers Well it's just the gomers <laughs> We That's just true. talk about movies We talk about Like this episode You talked about Weight Watchers Like <laughs> Mad Max And Weight Watchers Where else It all Where bleeds
0: together Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah dude
0: Um, And I just Whenever I listen to a rewind up like that Our voices are a bit higher mm-hmm. um, It yep. just feels a little bit more freewheeling Maybe I don't know <laughs> And just, you could just tell that you can just hear your confusion about what it even is.
1: (laughs) So I texted you yesterday as I was starting. So I watched through Road Warrior.
0: Right. I Um, asked you to do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. I hadn't seen any Mad Max ever until this week. Um, And also the movie Once, (laughs) Mm as you heard. Yeah. Um, And so, like, it was actually funny watching Road Warrior... After Fury Road. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, now we actually may have some like Mad Max heads actually here right now. Yeah. So welcome if you're here. Um, yeah. So I hadn't seen any of these. I saw it after having seen Fury Road and I was like, wait, there's like roads. Like I thought this was like post-apocalyptic, but it seemed just like it's just in a like death, you know, like yeah. a desolate place. So right. it didn't seem as like futuristic. Right. And like desolate and like, you know, dystopian. I mean, it did. Totally. What
0: you're saying is there are actually paved roads.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, roads? What? Yeah.
0: So now you watched Mad Max 2 Road Warrior. Right. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And that's the one where he um, saves a town, right? Uh Uh-huh. It has that feral child with the the sharp boomerang.
1: (laughs) Yep. Sharp boomerang. I think that might have been what Lily saw was the the hand getting cut off. (laughs)
0: It's just that guy's fingers are like.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was perfect sound effect. There's your sound effect. Yeah. So. Um, Yeah.
0: um, So can I just give because I'm I'm pretty sure we have listeners that don't have any Mad Max background.
1: Totally. And that's one of the things that I'm kind of laughing about. This dude is like. I'm imagining people that have never seen any of these yeah, actually watching this stuff. Yep. (laughs) So that kind of makes me laugh. And I I like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why I wanted you to watch Road Warrior, because it's the best of the three.
1: 100% glad you did.
0: Yeah. Totally. Um, And it grounds you in the world. Yep. Uh, And there's actually a progression that I Mm -hmm. think happens... Um, where then Fury Road just makes so much more sense.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, even the car alone. Yep. Like, I only recognized the car at the beginning of Fury Road because I was like, I know vehicles. You know, like, <laughs> like we're all... <laughs> I know like,
0: what a vehicle is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I recognize that vehicle in, like, there'll be, like, a BuzzFeed, like, fastest vehicles ever, and it'll be, like, the Imper what What's it called? Oh yeah, his car Uh, is
0: called the. uh, Dang it! Now I can't remember. It's, um, the (laughs) the interceptor.
1: Interceptor. There you go.
0: Yep. Um, and, I mean, it's the it that is the car. So for instance, when you see that car in Free Road, it's like, oh, that's Mad Max's car. Yep. Um, and so there are things that ground you. I'll say that. There also is an insane amount of, what the heck is going on, even for a Mad Max. Purist, or yeah. fan, when you come uh-huh. into Fury Road, and so there is that still that I want to let you know that even if you watch the first three hundred times, the first fifteen minutes of Fury Road are like, w- what is yeah. going on? <laughs> um, yeah. So let me give you a two-minute version of what happens in the first three Mad Maxes, okay? Okay. So cool. you were this is so interesting to me that you watched Road Warrior which is the second one. And even there, you're like, this isn't as desolate as Fury Road,
1: right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. There isn't like an entire society built on like a mountain. Right. Maybe it's, maybe it's just the, there's part of it is the budget of it. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Mad Max one, I think costs like $400,000. It is very similar to a, uh, a New Hope or Alien uh-huh. where it's yeah. like it's a low budget originator
1: or um, Santa Claus. <laughs> <exactly>. one.
0: <laughs> you are right on where they're like, here's a little money. Do something with it. And then it is sure. great. <laughs> um, yep. And Mad Max one especially is like just a couple years in the future. And so there are still like okay. you can still go get ice cream at a store. Uh, okay. Um, and he's just a policeman who his okay. wife who plays the saxophone and his kid get run over by a motorcycle gang and he goes crazy. Okay. And those are the images that you see in Fury Road. Those oh. flashbacks. That's his wife and son.
1: Oh, dang. So I should have seen. I
0: the reason seen. why I didn't want you to watch one is because it's yeah. actually super fun to go back as a prequel to watch one. Ooh. Okay. Um, nice. So then, he's he goes crazy and takes revenge on this bicycle gang, and that's the movie. The mm-hmm. second one is where it gets post-apocalyptic, and that's where all almost all of the post-apocalyptic tropes that we have now come from that movie.
1: Okay. And yeah. so,
0: anytime you see a gang of marauders dressed up in like sports equipment. Uh huh. That's from Road Warrior, right? Like the Lost Boys and Hook have like hockey equipment on. That's because of Road Warrior, (laughs) Um, Waterworld, just a bunch of different things. Um, All of it comes down to that.
1: Okay. I'm thinking even the opening of Star Trek 5. Yep. um, Like when they go to that planet that like. So, okay. Here's here's what's fun about you broadening my horizons. Mm Mm-hmm is I'm like, "Oh, that's where they got the town from Star Trek V from." Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. Like uh there was one other uh well you well even Genghis Khan and Bill and Ted doesn't he end up with like yeah. hockey?
0: That is like, a great example. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's where they got that idea. It's just Road Warrior.
0: Or they got it from something referencing Road Warrior referencing Road Warrior. It's it's yeah, a it's a it's, patient zero of the right. of the hockey pads as a um, as a, this is yeah. what mean people wear, right? right? If they don't have anything else to wear. So, yep. <laughs> oh, and there's always kind of like spikes on it or something if uh-huh. you really want to yeah. get serious. Um, okay. and And that's just like him. Mad Max is like a cowboy. He just roams and he helps mm-hmm. little towns begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. And so he saves this right. town from a... Bike bicycle gang, it's always a bicycle gang. I <laughs> you know
1: that's the thing is like and you know, I also I uh, dude I kinda liked how like it wasn't tidy, it wasn't neat at the end too of mm-hmm. Mad Max. Yep. Or of of Road of Road Warrior. Yeah. Like and he almost just left. He, actually, he was that, like That's I his you, thing I'm out.
0: He that's his uh-huh. thing. He leaves. Okay. And so he helps and then he leaves. Uh okay. so the third one gets a little bit more insane where he has to fight a guy named Master Blaster, which is Master is a little tiny man sitting on top of a giant man's shoulders. And he fights (laughs) them. For the first half of the movie, he's fighting this Master Blaster in a Thunderdome. Uh And then he goes out into the wilderness and meets very Lost Boy-type kids and helps them.
1: Okay. Okay, so Uh, I'm thinking... Ratatouille like little <laughs> little little guy it on top of is. big guy making him do stuff.
0: It's a direct <laughs> reference to Beyond Thunderdome Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> but you you're right on. It's a little guy, but it's an actual human man okay. on a larger guy's shoulders.
1: Okay, got it. Okay, what should I see that one?
0: You I think that's the one you would like most. Okay. <laughs> is there a
1: roller skating in that?
0: There isn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if I missed it. I mean, it's he's in this town called Barter Town that everybody is like. Probably, there probably are roller skaters there. Oh, and Tina Turner is the bad guy in that one. Okay. Um,
1: okay. So then there's thirty years. Okay. Where there's nothing. Yep. Okay. Just desolation. Just. Yep. Entropy. <laughs>
0: And people wonder, will there ever be another Mad Max in those 30 years? Got it. Okay. So my pieces of evidence are pretty strange. Mm-hmm. Great. Um. Can't wait. And I'll give them to you up top. Okay. My first piece of evidence is Spirited Away. Okay. My second piece of evidence is The West Wing. Uh-huh. And my third piece of evidence is... The Phantom Menace.
1: Okay. Okay. Awesome. So
0: this is going to take a little explaining. But every good trial does. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So um, I'm going to chunk in with my first piece of evidence. Oh, it's repeating.
1: Um, Because
0: this is not a plot-heavy movie, right?
1: Right. Although on second viewing it was actually really easy to follow honestly
0: <laughs> great that's good <laughs> i mean basically they're driving one direction yep and having a road war and then yep. they get to the place they they went and then they drive ba- back and have another road war
1: yep totally
0: mad max is back played by a different actor tom hardy
1: so okay let me ask you right off the top is that yep. supposed to be the same guy
0: yes same guy it is yes it's supposed to be mad okay. max
1: Okay, I, I didn't know if it was another dude named Max. Okay, maybe people are like, "You idiot." No, nope. because I, 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 I don't think a, that's
0: a bad question at all.
1: I had heard a fan theory that it was it could have been the boy, oh, the feral kid, Ooh. um, which I think that's super cool idea. Yeah, um, I, I don't mind but that Max. I think that's Max, cool. Yeah,
0: it it would work if if it came out that it wasn't him. That would, I would not be upset by that at all. I mean, it's not Mel Gibson. Right. (laughs) Um, and it does appear that a lot of time has gone by.
1: That's what it, and he hadn't aged at all. Yeah. So that's why I was like, wait, is it mad? Is it max? Is that the same dude?
0: You know, I don't know. I love that. I love that theory. That'd be cool. Um, all right. So, uh, he is just being him. He gets mm-hmm. captured um, through a series eating of lizards. strange events. He's eating two-headed newts or whatever oh. for lunch. Oh. <laughs> um, through a series of weird events, including being used as a blood bag for somebody else. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gets captured into this town led by an insane person. In, in, what is his name? In, in, Immortan uh, Joe.
1: Immortan Joe, yeah.
0: Who is, fun fact, played by the same actor who plays the bad guy in Mad Max 1.
1: Oh, dang.
0: But is playing a different character.
1: And he puts on this, like, bodysuit.
0: He's oh. falling apart. This guy's falling apart.
1: Totally, dude. See, this is uh, Star Trek, um, that one race that, like, needs, um, needs Like an exoskeleton. From- or, yeah. like,
0: yeah, like, he needs blood from other things. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're using Mad Max as that. Uh, okay. Yep. And. Blood bag. Um, Joe sends out um, Furiosa, Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. who is kind of one of his minions, I guess, um, mm-hmm. in a giant truck <laughs> to go get gas. It turns out uh-huh. that she has smuggled out five of his wives. Uh huh. And is escaping with them to this green place.
1: So he's, she's basically liberating sex slaves.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. They're called breeders. Breeders. And so she's liberating them and bringing them mm-hmm. to a place she kind of remembers in her memory called the Green Place. Mm-hmm. They run with Mad Max. He escapes. Gets with them. They flee, mm-hmm. followed by Immortan Joe and two of his buddy gangs. And it's like yep. 45 minutes of action.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> they arrive. They find out that the green place doesn't exist. They decide to go back and take over that little town they were in. Well, it's act- this kind of like class system place. Right. 45 more minutes of action going back. Mm-hmm. And
1: then the movie ends. Super simple plot, actually. Yep. Right?
0: Yes. Um, so... Let me tell you why my first piece of evidence is Spirited Away. Have you seen Spirited Away?
1: I haven't, dude.
0: Okay. Um, I would say that for most of my life, uh, a movie being strange or Uh unfamiliar to me was a minus. Okay. Um, Until I think it was 99 or 2000 whenever Spirited Away came out gomer three calls me up on the phone my brother alex mm-hmm. and he's yep. like have you seen spirited away yeah and i said no what is that like a cartoon anime i don't i don't want to see that yeah. he's like you gotta trust me it, it's like nothing you've ever seen it's like a dream okay that you've had and it's a movie <sighs> form you need to see this in the theater so i was like okay fine so i went to see spirited away Changed my life.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, and all of a sudden, something being strange or unfamiliar became a plus.
1: Mm, so, got
0: it. Um, I went immediately, came home, and watched um, Hayao Miyazaki's entire filmography. Went Dang. to Blockbuster in the library, got all of his movies. Um, yep. None of them are structured the way I'm used to. None of them have the hero's journey in the way I was used to. None of them have bad guys and good guys because they're written from a different culture. It's not the Western Judeo-Christian story, right? It is an Eastern Japanese uh, Asian culture point of view. I was not used to. Um, And so it, it just changed the way I enter a movie Yeah, especially one that I suspect is going to be strange even up to December when I saw cats (laughs) and I was like, I know people. This makes people uncomfortable, but weird is good because it (laughs) gives you this visceral thing that happens. I'm going to use that word a lot, probably. Um, Yeah. And you cannot discount something because it makes you uncomfortable. And so. My first piece of evidence for this movie is the strangeness of it is a plus, not a minus.
1: Mm. Okay. Um, Got it.
0: it. It feels weird. It is structured weird because it's just the third act of an action movie.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> right. There's basically, like, not a whole lot of exposition. You're just right. thrown right into it. Yep. Yeah. And, so and then the, go. And
0: the imagery is odd to say the least right Uh you are seeing things where you're like um uh, (laughs) i'm just not (laughs) used to this um and even uh, we we said it in the or i said it in the clip right even the fact that there are sections of the movie that are like one and a half times like when you put a podcast on and you click that Uh one and a half button yeah yeah uh and, and it's like I don't like that. Or maybe this is a mistake. Um, and so when, when I went to see cats with my kids, I was like, just try to go with it. Yeah. Like everybody else is saying this is dumb and stupid and looks weird. And uh-huh. it did look horrific. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I read that there's a whole cut of the movie where there are cat buttholes. <laughs> that oh, <we> yeah. Digitally <laughs> remove all the
1: buttholes. I heard that. That is, Oh, dude. so
0: at least there were no buttholes. But I mean, we were in the theater. This is Cats now with a, mm-hmm. with all old people. But us, the old people were singing along, having a ball. Mm-hmm. And my kids went with it and they and they really enjoyed it. And so I think there's a posture you can take with a movie like this. or Sorry, like Cats or even like Parasite. Right, uh-huh. um, yeah. Where it is strange, I'm putting that in quotes. It's unfamiliar to my yeah. sensibilities. Sure. And say I'm going to grow from that. I'm going to be stretched by it. Um yep. And I do. Put, and now, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't think about this until right now. All those movies were directed by non-Americans.
1: Ah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So there's something also culturally. I mean, George Miller is a Australian, uh, Tom Hooper's Australian and British, like a uh, Bong Joon Ho, right, or Ang Lee, or yep. uh, Hayao Miyazaki. These are movies that have stretched me, and yeah. I've stopped making strange or unfamiliar a minus and made it into a plus.
1: Oh man, dude. Okay, I love this. Um, this this reminds me of when we were sitting around our Christmas table, mm-hmm. and I was. Pitching perfect movie to my family. Yeah. Um, and somebody in the family said, so it's a list of perfect American movies. <laughs> and I was it's like... It's a good point. I was like, yep. So he's like, so you're going to show... Like the World Series, right? Like yeah. it's basically American teams, some <laughs> Canadian teams, right? Right. Um, So, yeah. So you're sending to the aliens the list of the best movies from are sort of hero's journey versions right made over and over again. And so this is something super different. Mm-hmm. Um and I I get absolutely what you're saying and I'm going to and I'm going to apply that even yeah. more. Like uh even when there's um you know like sometimes Disney'll put out now it's Disney. People are like people either love it or don't. I <laughs> yeah. mean we love it. Yeah we love um, it. Um <laughs> but you know they're like this it's Disney, but it looks kind of weird. Yep, and people are like, "Ugh, eh, I'm not gonna <laughs> go see that one." Eh. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, even think about like, um, uh, uh, now I'm drawing a blank right now. But Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Tim Burton. Yep, like he was an a Disney artist, yeah. And then they were like, "Dude, you're amazing. You're just, you're not too our weird. style, but you're you're too weird, right? But but you're incredible. Go do your thing." Yeah. You know, um, and then,
0: respect, then he yeah. makes Nightmare for Christmas yeah. or produces it, and the Disney buys it back. And now it's like, like you can't walk around Disney World without Skellington right. everything yeah. for the right. goth kids. Not
1: weird. Not weird. Come back. Come back. Just...
0: <laughs> we promise we, this was our plan all along. <laughs> um, right. yeah. Okay. So I, I think it, it's been helpful even at about what I show my kids. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, they are exposed to, I mean, you spirited away probably is too scary for the girls. Um, but my neighbor Totoro is, they would love it. You'd have to prep them a little bit because it gets a little bit sad at the end. Um, but it's a happy ending and, um, it is so gorgeous and so cool. relaxing. I mean, these movies are so relaxing. And I was just like, thank you, Alex, for telling me to go see this movie. It just opened my horizons a bit. And it's been great. So okay. with, with Mad Max, um, you know, I'm five years into that journey. And so when I'm starting to watch it, instead of being like, ugh, ugh, I'm great. like, okay, I'm going to ex- embrace the strange. <laughs>
1: Okay, dude, I I love that. Um, I think I need to to chime in real quick here, dude. Okay, because I just I just have to say some. Sure, say something. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read two reviews real quick. Um, okay. First one is from uh, a Chicago, the Chicago Reader. Um, he said, uh, he's a critic. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I read this. He said, even after two view viewings, I feel as though I've only scratched the surface of Mad Max. Fury Road. Okay. And then David Edelstein from New York magazine and Vulture said, I saw it twice and liked it vastly more the second time around. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and he he said when I'd adjusted my expectations and had my bearings from the get-go. Right. Um so upon seeing this from the second time, here just real quick. Yeah. I like, I can't imagine what it would have felt like mm-hmm. to have watched. Mad Max had it been a part of my life and yeah. watched it with you, dude. Right. Because I sat at my read desk last night watching this because I I was like quarantined in our quarantine. <laughs> You're like,
0: gonna watch Free Road, you are further quarantined. It's like the, <laughs> the the holy of holies, right? There's walls around it so that you well, can't get yep. in.
1: <laughs> Just stuck in the very small spot. And I was like, this is Freaking blowing my mind, dude! <laughs> like I can't. I really like I. The amount of things I didn't remember. Yeah, I didn't remember almost anything, dude. I,
0: I'm not surprised because <laughs> you you block you tend to block trauma out. Right? <laughs> right, a human blocks those things out. It's a defense mechanism of the brain.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I I just so like it was so fun to watch. Uh huh. And I had a super blast. Wow. Um, and I really want to watch it again.
0: Yeah. I like, wonder what it would be like to do a live, you know, one of these viewing parties.
1: Like a, a watch party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, Netflix bro. has figured out how to do that. I mean, Mad Max isn't on Netflix right now, but maybe like set a camera up, point it at one of our TVs yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then do a watch party with the nation. <laughs> Now, I will say I wa- I did watch it with my family. Two okay, days ago. I want to know about this. Okay. Yeah. Um with two scenes edited out. Okay. You can probably guess which ones they were. Um <laughs> it did not go over great. Okay. <laughs> um Jack said, "Yeah, I liked it. It was okay." Um but it was a little confusing. Yeah. Um Noah who's, you know, he's 16 was like, yeah. "Yeah, it's fine." And um uh-huh. Jessica did not care for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think if if I could get them to watch it a second time. Uh-huh. Maybe the black yeah. and chrome version?
1: Oh.
0: Um yeah. We then we'd be cooking with gas, but at this point um not a huge hit
1: not a a fan favorite
0: (laughs) but there's something there's there's got to be something in music about this too right like when i hear a a song for the first time
1: yep totally i'm
0: like it's okay right then you hear the second time and you're like okay yep like and then the third and fourth you're like this is Depending on who the artist is, I guess this doesn't happen to every song I listen to. I don't want right. people to think that, but like familiarity yep. can sometimes get you over a little bit of the initial strangeness.
1: Yep, and then you're like looking forward to stuff, and you're starting to see yep. little details. Yeah, like I mean, I I did watch um, between Road Warrior and this a mm-hmm. couple of behind the scenes things. Yeah, uh, like just on YouTube. And like, I just watched a whole video about the the different cars, like them making the cars mm. and stuff. Yeah. And I was, I was like, okay. So instead of coming into it being like, this is freaking weird, <laughs> I was just watching for all the different cars that I had seen, like being made Yeah. and how, like, I can't even imagine how they did this. It, it like, is.
0: It's one of these where it's so rare. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, where I love it when I say, how did they do it? Oh, and totally. so where we've, I know we've said this before, a movie like that's all CGI. You're like, Pfft. right. There's no, oh, we were talking about yeah. 1917, Okay, which was, yep. I love exactly. that experience because I was like, th- there's so much technical prowess during this movie yeah. Um, yeah. that I'm just in awe. Uh, yep. And so, yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? How you go into it.
1: Yep. Oh, well, so i had i had reverse fomo being Mm -hmm. at my read desk and i was like i can't imagine being with you and your friends (laughs) having just watched the trilogy and gone straight into this it would have been like what the heck is happening this is insane (laughs) like just like high-fiving each other and like just laugh like were you guys laughing yes like i can't like but it's a weird kind of
0: laughing isn't it it's like there's no jokes in this movie no, um, but
1: it, like mind, like, like there is no point to when that monster truck just jumps super high. It's just like <laughs> spectacle and amazing. I mean, I guess he's getting ahead of the, the, the big truck.
0: Dude, right. Or, but... or those circuit du Soleil poles, which have oh, yeah. a function, right? <laughs> which is to grab one of yeah. the wives out of,
1: oh my gosh, yeah.
0: that's incredible. Yeah. The, they have these long poles. The war boys, the bad guys, are on the top of these poles. They're swinging back and forth, yeah, plucking out these these women, right? Yeah. Um, but you're laughing because you can't believe it. Maybe that's yeah. it. It's like you're yeah. surprised into. Same with the guitar player. Um, <laughs> let me say something serious about the guitar player real quick. The okay. first thing I thought when I saw the guitar player was, well, the first thing you think when you see the guitar player is, that's the, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Quickly yeah. followed by, that's genius because everybody's <laughs> responding to it. And then where yeah. I went last was like, this is just like Old Testament warfare, where they would yeah, send totally. out the musicians in the front.
1: Right, totally, <laughs> totally, just like to send the band, the fife. Right. In front.
0: <laughs> I've always felt bad for the fifist. <laughs> <laughs> and now yeah, he's I, some yeah. giant guitar player and he's shooting flames out of the his guitar.
1: Dude, I I just and the amps Oh and yeah and the drummers. The yeah. Oof. It's it's war it's war.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it is it is such a cool version of war
1: mm-hmm now uh, like okay so there were things that were made way more epic about it and yeah and then at the same time you strip it back and it's like they're basically just chasing those guys mm-hmm like that's really all that's happening
0: that's really all that's happening
1: <laughs> you know what i mean
0: yep um i love it it's like speed where mm-hmm. the whole movie is you can't drive slow
1: right there is there's
0: yeah. one rule you uh-huh. cannot go under 50 miles per hour right <laughs> And then they build puzzles around that rule, right? Uh Um, Mm. It's one of the reasons why I love Last Jedi. There's one rule. You just have to outrun Uh the other ships. And so when Last Jedi started, I was like, this is like speed. This is like
1: Mm.
0: um, Mad Max. All it is is trying to stay a little bit ahead. It's like Lost Season 2. You just have to Mm. push that button every 108 minutes. That's the rule. And then they build and build and build puzzles out of that. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: But you're right. Yeah. It's more epic and more simple the second time through.
1: Mm. Okay. I got it. I understood Um,
0: it. Here's my second one. The West Wing.
1: Okay. What are you talking about?
0: One of the biggest (laughs) criticisms that I hear about the West Wing Especially okay. when Aaron Sorkin was writing it. Yeah. Is that um, you don't understand what's going on most of the time. I've even heard the actors talk about this. Like, huh. I, I, don't, I didn't understand half of the words I was saying. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs>
0: um, that's one of the reasons why I love West Wing, because I love a story that's ahead of me rather than spoons spoon feeds me everything and so i love the west wing that yeah it is again yeah (laughs) i i love the west wing because they'll be talking about something i have no knowledge of i don't understand but i trust aaron sorkin enough that he'll bring it around and even if i don't understand it which there are episodes of the west wing i don't understand yep but i love those ones because they're a step ahead i think if you can go into a movie like mad max and be like it i don't care if i don't understand it right now so this right. is less like a strangeness emotional thing it's an intellectual thing and so why are they spraying themselves with that silver stuff on their mouths ah! yeah. i don't know but uh-huh. i love that there is an established world uh-huh. again with rules that i don't know right. but uh-huh. they're not ever going to explain them to me <laughs> It's just like this confidence George Miller has, which is like, I am going to present you with a fully realized, but not explained world. Mm -hmm. And you have to catch up to me. It's like he trusts me to get it and to and to go with it, even if I don't get it. And so Mm -hmm. um, this is more of a mind thing for me. Like, I really like a movie that is beyond me.
1: Okay, So, yeah, this again, we we mentioned this at the very top Mm -hmm. is like, what are what what is the point of a movie? What is the point of watching movies? Yeah. And like, so, yeah. Do you go for a feel good Mm -hmm. time? Do you go to be intellectually stimulated? And like, this is another level. Yeah. Right. Like, so Walter Mitty made me feel uplifted right you want to take risks yes you know all the stuff that we talked about in the last episode yep and um, i can't
0: wait to tell you about a risk i took after watching that movie and regretted it we'll talk about that oh, no. in the, we'll talk okay. about that in, in the results show
1: okay um but this is like yeah th- this doesn't maybe it doesn't have a mass appeal like you said the commercial feel of walter mitty mm-hmm. um it's like not a lot of people are gonna like this but the people that do are going to freaking love it.
0: So, is there a way, maybe this is something I'm asking, is there a way to be able to fully enjoy both of those kinds of movies? Right? Yeah? Uh, and I, maybe maybe it's yeah. a taste thing. Um, but I think that you that taste can be developed.
1: Yeah? For sure. You don't
0: you don't don't have to just stick with what you're used to. I love Spielberg. Yep. But if all I watched is Spielberg, by the way, I think 1917 was also directed by a non-american right i think sam mendes is british Oh, okay. um i i just can't stick with spielberg the whole time because then i get the same uh the same story over and over again unless you watch ai which i hated because it was pre-spirited away now when i watch uh-huh. ai i love
1: it <laughs> <laughs> well you know it kind of goes up there with like um blue cheese okay for example okay like people have that like it smells weird yep um but you develop a taste for it and you're like dude friggin blue cheese rules or like you get even to even crazier cheese it's like blue that's just like the norm like fury road like what that's cool let's <laughs> yeah. see right what, what
0: is the cheese version of fury road
1: <laughs> i think in food maybe because i'm hungry but but that being said though you can love the crazier cheeses the limburger yeah um and still enjoy a nice mild colby
0: right you or can, an, uh, you can still like mozzarella
1: yeah or or an american cheese on white bread
0: or an american slice of cheese on a big mac which oh. you can't put anything else on that because it won't melt right right and so right. the most standard things you can enjoy that and i do
1: yep totally
0: but there's a way to develop a palate uh yep. and so if, if there's anything I wanted to do most with Fury Road is to encourage people, this may not be <laughs> the one to start with, but um, maybe another one that I named might be helpful to develop taste and palate a little bit.
1: Yep. Love it.
0: Okay. Let, we're running out of time. The I think I didn't want to go back to the points that I made in the flashback, which are good, and I still believe in, right? The action of it. Furiosa, yep. the, an incredible female lead. Oh, yeah. Who is kind of like, Mad Max, you can drive if I get hurt, but I'm way better than right. you. And he's like, yeah, I, I know you are.
1: <laughs> well, and other women crush it in this movie, too. Like, the, the seed, the keeper of the seeds. Oh,
0: those old ladies. Like, Jack's favorite yeah. part, of course. The old ladies okay. battling nice. against the war boys. Um, like
1: the desert desert mothers Right. Or something. Ooh. Like.
0: You're right. These old sages. But when yeah, they dude. get a rifle... <laughs> They are they are living their best life when they are on that truck.
1: Dude, they're just smacking
0: people with the butts of their guns. (laughs) Okay. Um, my last piece of evidence is of the Phantom Menace.
1: Okay. I want to talk about a different George real quick. Okay.
0: George Lucas Mm -hmm. has a similar seventies and eighties to George Miller. Yep. He he creates this trilogy that is genre producing. Yep. And th- the three movies are actually super similar. The the the, se- the second one is the best. The third one is the most fun. Uh-huh. The, there's like this there's Ewok-ish stuff happening in beyond Thunderdome, the Rancor <laughs> and Master Blaster, you can make those <laughs> like okay. it, it's just it's this anyways it's this It makes them. This trilogy makes them. The Star Wars trilogy and the Mad Max trilogy It not only makes them, but it makes movies happen in the 80s and 90s and today. So then they both take decades off. Uh Uh-huh. And both of them say, I'm going to come back and I'm going to make the perfect version of that thing that you love that I didn't have the money for before. Right. Lucas comes back with complete control, all the money he would ever want. Yep. And he makes The Phantom Menace, which has grown on me a little bit, but I still think is a disaster.
1: <laughs> well, and dude, I got to say man, Lily, she's yeah. been watching it a lot and she's really liking it. Yeah. There are she's parts already...
0: of The Phantom Menace I really like. Yep. Podrace?
1: Podrace, yep.
0: That rules. And, of course, I like the broader idea of it. The Phantom Menace itself is a cool idea.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and... uh, Yeah.
0: And it's a kid's movie, so it's like Happy Feet 2, right? (laughs) But George Miller says, I am going to make the perfect version of this thing that is so steeped in the movie culture, but just wait until Uh you see the perfect version and it is yeah. not a phantom menace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually think it's, it's exactly what he set out to do. Mm. So I've been thinking about perfect movie for me and mm-hmm. maybe adding a category, which is it does what it's supposed to do. Okay. So it actually fulfills the vision of the director. I don't think the phantom menace does that. I, I think No matter what Lucas says, it's not exactly what (laughs) – it certainly did not land the way he wanted it to in the culture. (laughs) And then it was like, okay, i got to make two more of these. Remember the end of that making of where it's like he starts writing episode two on the front? Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm going to write it with pencil and legal pad. Here I go. (laughs) So I –
0: yeah. Okay, we can't talk that much about Star Wars, but right, do you see right. the point I'm making? I think that it is perfect because it's um, the director that invented that genre. Yeah. Saying I'm going to make this perfect version of it now that I have the funds, and it and he does.
1: That Dude, it's exactly what I felt when I went backwards and watched Road Warrior. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, so this is a way stripped down mm-hmm. version of the movie that I saw 5 years ago Fury yeah. Road and but yep. I was like it's super familiar. Mm-hmm. Like I was like it's just way low budget. Yeah. It's a way low budget for ver- it's not like totally different. It is totally grounded I, I, it, in the same world. Yeah,
0: F- Fury Road almost feels like a remake of that movie.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Uh what he's like well, I'll cut out all the boring parts where there's people talking (laughs) (laughs) and just extend the car chases and put more spikes on him. Get some more like ridiculous imagery, which every Uh five minutes in Furyard, you're like, I can't believe he's upping himself again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the other thing about Beyond Thunderdome is there's a train which I think you would like.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. See, I'm confusing Thunderdome. W- wasn't there a movie like Solar Babies?
0: Well, I don't know, but was that sounds that a- like a great movie.
1: Solar Babies. I think that's what it was called. And I think there's roller skating in that. Or maybe really? I'm also thinking of like... um, uh, There was a Broadway musical... Um, with roller sk- uh star starlight, starlight express. express yeah yeah solar babies I'm
0: seeing it in a post apocalyptic future ruled by the military a group there of renegade is. teenage orphans find a legendary orb that can supposedly bring the rain back to the earth why have I never seen this movie
1: yes okay we
0: holy cow this is... and they're all dressed up I tell you what they're dressed <laughs> up like <laughs> like Mad Max. In the Road Warrior.
1: <laughs> this looks like by... a
0: PG-13 version of Road Warrior.
1: Dude. Oh my I gosh, just I cannot wait to watch Solar Babies. Like the box. Like, and thinking, like, that looks maybe cool. Um, the,
0: there's no doubt. There, I, I have no question why you're confusing this with Mad Max based on the box art. Okay. They look like the same movie.
1: Okay. <laughs> So it worked on me. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, we we got to watch that. And okay. um yeah.
0: Ooh, okay. All right, those are those are my three pieces of evidence that it's strange, that it is confusing, <laughs> and that it's the perfect um magnum opus of this director's career. Uh, I love it. Plus all the bonuses yeah. of what I said in 2015. I still believe wholeheartedly. I love Furiosa. Yep. Our second movie, by the way, with a one-armed person.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> playing a key yep. role. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Um, um. Also stars a kid from one of my favorite movies about a boy. Oh. So um, who's that? The so the dude. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, um, it's the dude Nick Nick Nicholas Holt. Okay. Um, like the War Boy. Oh, that's that, like what's his name? Nut? Not nuts.
0: <laughs> Maybe it is Nuz.
1: Nux. Nux. Or Nux. Something.
0: Okay, that's the kid from About a Boy.
1: That's the kid from About a Boy, dude.
0: That <laughs> uh, makes me love it even more. Yeah, and then dude, what about? So I... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, I I just love that. Like I yeah. kept thinking about that. Like, just the, the juxtaposition of yep. those two characters. Same actor.
0: And Tom Hardy is sort of doing his Bane voice, right? Like it's, it's a little, yep. He's he's our greatest masked voice yep. uh, actor, right? Like yeah. The first half of the movie, he's wearing a mask very similar to Bane so that you yep. can't really understand him. Again, that could be a minus, and it was in our house, uh-huh. where eventually Jessica's like, I can't understand what anybody's saying.
1: And I'm like, did you turn, great. Did you turn on the subtitles?
0: <laughs> we,
1: it might be better
0: to. I would like to watch it with subtitles because she's right. I mean, certainly the first third of the movie. I can't understand what ever, anybody's saying.
1: Yeah. It might be cool to watch with subtitles to actually know what they're saying. Um, I also yeah. love him in uh, Inception, dude.
0: Oh, great Inception. He's so also good. great in Venom which is another very strange movie that I'm not sure I would ever put on the list, but Tom Hardy's good. This
1: this strangeness thing that you're talking about, this is why people didn't like rise of Skywalker is like there. So there's a whole like, you know, as you're opening my eyes to different movies and stuff, you're like, Oh, commercial, commercial made for the masses, made for the masses dumbed down for a mass audience. Yeah. Um, and that's what I, I understand that. Okay. Um I, I get that. But at the same time, dude, I love a good popcorn. Oh, me too. Popcorn. Yes. Cinnamon Coke Rise of Skywalker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just you have you seen yesterday? This is the only reason I'm asking. Where oh. where the Beatles are not in existence anymore? Yep.
1: That's we, we're getting HBO currently. Oh, in yeah. In this quarantine. And so, like, that's one of those that's supposed to go away soon. So, we do plan to watch it.
0: Okay. I just mentioned that because one of the gimmicks in that movie is all of those things that you mentioned don't exist. And so, ah. all the popular things, all the comfort things, Coke, the Beatles, cigarettes. <laughs> really? So, it's,
1: it's not just the Beatles? Right. And so, ah.
0: um, it's kind of an interesting idea... That like, what if all those things weren't, were taken away? And so I don't mm-hmm. want that. I mean, I need my Siggies <laughs> <laughs> I, I want my vanilla Coke. I need E.T.,
1: right? You don't want it taken away. You no. just want something crazy every now and then. And you want stories to be, you want to read different stories. You want to um, experience different things.
0: Yeah. Totally. And there's something about the unfamiliar making me appreciate the familiar even more Mm, yep uh and and so i think that it enriches your intake of story yep if you go into a movie and go with it yeah and say what is what how is this is stretching me i feel strange i'm not telling you to go watch a porn because it makes you feel weird. I, I hope the listener knows what I'm talking about and can be a enough. <laughs> right, have some enough. limits. <laughs> right, totally. exactly.
1: If, if George Miller's telling a story, experience it because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. yeah.
0: All right, dude. Well, that's what I got. I, I did my best. We'll see what people think. <laughs> um, so now it's up to you, listener. Is Mad Max colon, Fury Road a perfect movie? There's several ways... For you to let us know that We're going to put polls up on our Instagram And our Facebook Those are both Two Gomers You can go to our website That's perfectmoviepodcast.com Let us know there You can email us Either at Gomers at gmail Or perfectmoviepodcast at gmail.com With the title of the movie and just a yes or no Um, And let us know what you think Is Mad Max Fury Road A perfect movie
1: I can't wait to see the results I, it's gonna be like high or like 20 percent
0: yeah now i will say we'll, we're gonna talk about this in the walter Mitty results show that we're about to record yeah. people yeah. love these apps dude they they like a little <laughs> ca- a little disagreement or yeah a change of mind i think people like a change of mind right
1: totally i mean um, like i thought like i was like this is ridiculous <laughs> and like once i watched the prequels. I uh-huh. did a little, bari- I mean, the thing that blew my mind the most was seeing the practical effects and yeah. how they did it and the spectacle of it. And I was like, I respect an artist that can go that far yep. into making a world. Yeah. Like, I was like, that is just freaking cool. Right. So, like, yeah, mad, mad respect. As opposed to literally walking into it with <laughs> no knowledge, thinking that it was about solar babies <laughs> and like Where are mom. the solar
0: babies? <laughs> Where's
1: that orb thing from the box?
0: I was like, promised solar babies.
1: And that weird dude, that little dude that's like
0: Oh, George Miller loves little dudes. Yeah. <laughs> that's master from beyond it's not the same actor, but it's a very similar okay. character. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Oh, I could go on and on. We don't have time. Yep. Um it's up to you,
1: listener. Let us know off podcast. We need to talk about this more for sure. And we watch, will. I want to watch it with you. I, I think that's so a much. great idea. It's weird. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right, dude. Well, um, next week, secret life of Walter Mitty results. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do a listener's choice. Our first Ooh. listener's choice. We're going to tell you next week on the results show for Walter Mitty, how that's going to work um we're excited about it the listener the gomer nation is going to choose our next movie
1: great all right
0: um well great app
1: super fun man
0: i'm glad i had that coffee (laughs) you're charged exhausted (laughs) all right dude have a great week
1: okay you too man
0: and happy viewing